0: Five on it Smoking in the night and eat we'll I got five on it Now let's <laughs> go <laughs> half on a sack <laughs> Yes It's uh, a song about drugs It's about drugs
1: It's not about drugs,
0: it's a dope song Don't do drugs <laughs> <laughs> It's not about drugs But don't do drugs, okay Don't do drugs <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails, Cocktails! and I am the doubly crazy, over drunken Zenobia.
1: Ooh, I like it. (laughs) And I'm the ridiculously sloppy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, that's ridiculous.
0: And I'm Lenny. Lenny over here. Just drinking
1: (laughs) like I've never drank before.
0: Here on Lights Camera Cocktails, we pair amazing cocktails with amazing movies, and we got two of them here tonight. So are you ready to drink?
1: Oh, I'm ready to drink. Let's
0: drink, please. I'm ready to drink. Okay. So tonight we are drinking Vodka O'Clock. I
1: think it's Vodka O'Clock. I think it's Vodka O'Clock.
0: Ooh, I think it is too. <laughs> I, love her so. I think it's vodka. Gotta
1: yeah, get do
0: my wife her medicine. Her medicine. So, um, vodka <laughs> clock. Of course, you're going to need one and a half ounce of vodka, half an ounce of campare, half an ounce of honey, three fourths ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of orange juice, one muddled strawberry, and sparkling rosé. And you're going to have a little bit of orange slice on the side for some garnish. So I have been without a muddler since I started doing it at the house. So I went and bought a very cute, nice wooden one today. Look how fresh. Look how fresh Fresh. that muddler is. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited for that. You're going to put all that into everything except the sparkling rosé into the shaker. Shake it up. Pour it into your glass with ice. And top it... With the sparkling rose, so you know your girl cannot keep a bottle of sparkling anything around her too long. So I'm gonna pop it on air for y'all. Here we go. Here it goes. Ooh. <sighs> Ooh. Opa. Opa. Okay. And you're just gonna kinda top it off on the top. Beautiful.
1: Look at all those bubbles.
0: And that is how you make the vodka o'clock, you guys. Vodka o'clock. So I'm ready to try this. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, cheers. Let's cheers it. Oh my God. Mm. That's so good. I really like this. I love this. Mm. Oh guys. Ooh. Vodka clock. Me personally vodka clock. The next one I'm going to use two strawberries muddled instead of one that's sweet that's a good idea
1: i did like four.
0: Oh well it said eight one so i was following the recipe for the first one the rest of them oh, you're just, smart i'm sorry i just like to see how it goes but it's very yeah, of course. very good and refreshing i love it it's got a lot of kick to it
1: mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of a tartness to it just a little bit though i did fr- i i squeezed you should see me earlier i squeezed fresh orange juice and lemon juice
0: Ooh! I was I was squeezing. I did not. I actually bought mine today.
1: No, that's it. I mean,
0: I've got a carpal tunnel now,
1: so <laughs> <All> <laughs> that's
0: right. how it goes. You know,
1: so that's I'm, how it goes. Well, this is a This is vodka clock. I like it. I like I'm it. Down.
0: Anytime it's vodka clock, and that's I know wild. honestly,
1: I could drink this like all day long, mm-hmm. like morning, noon, night. Not that I would ever. I would never drink morning or. Before
0: noon. Uh, No comment. (laughs) I will drink immediately if I really wanted to. I don't care. (laughs) Champagne mimosa is my favorite drink for a reason because you could have it anytime. You don't look crazy drinking a mimosa first thing in the morning. You just don't.
1: Yeah, if you put orange juice in it, then it's fine. You, You would be satisfied if someone put a bucket of ice and bubbles on it as soon as you wake up in the morning. Yes. Michael Scott wants sizzling bacon. Mm. Zenobia wants a popping bottle of champagne.
0: (laughs) I'm going to call you because I got my foot stuck in the champagne bottle or I cut my foot on the bottle. I need you to come and get me. (laughs) (laughs) You get your foot stuck in the champagne bucket. (laughs) I mean, some people like
1: sizzling bacon. (laughs) Some people just like. People like sizzling mm. bacon in the morning. I like a pop bottle of champagne. I think there's a a better way for (laughs) those.
0: Oh, my <laughs> oh, Michael Scott. Okay, so are you oh, ready Michael. for a little bit of herstory? Give me that herstory, baby. I want to hear it. We are going to do herstory on rosé. Cheers to that. I like that. Let's go. Let's dive deep. Rosé baby. This is like day, our first, like, rosé that we've had on the show. So I thought I'd do a little bit of herstory mm-hmm. on it. I like it. So wine started way back with the Greeks and Romans. Hey, girl, you Greek? Hey, I am. OG, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so your ancient ancestors are the ones who really got into the wine. But mm-hmm. uh, one thing that they used to do is they used to water their wine down. Because they didn't want to be that drunk bitch stumbling around the streets holding her shoes in her hand. And her friend holding her hair back while she throwing up in the streets. They didn't want to be her. Of course not. So. No. They watered theirs down. And I believe by doing this, it added a lighter color to their wine. So their wine looked more of like a rosy pink. But Mm -hmm. that's not exactly Mm -hmm. where we get our rosé from. But that is like the beginning stories of them. So the French wine started making its way through the U.S., especially light wines. So the light and the white wines were like all the rage. And so by the 70s, white wine became so big that the California wineries could not keep up with the demand that had started going on because of white wine. People were loving their white wines too much And they are like We literally cannot keep up with this I can't keep up with it (laughs) You guys need to slow it down So by doing that They came up with another way of making wine So what they would do Is they would make white wine With red grapes By bleeding off the juices after like limited contact with it, with the skins. And that's what makes the light pink color. It's also known as like blush wine. If you ever hear that pink or blush wine, it's all like a rosé wine is what they're referring to. So I didn't know that they did that. that. And that's pretty cool using, like, they got all these red grapes anyway. You might as well repurpose this for a lighter wine for people. And so that's kind of what they did. So Sutter Home Winery was the first one to make this, like, a thing, um, making rosé or pink wine. And when they did it, it was extremely too sweet. And it made people hate it all over the country. So that, like, people, when they saw pink wine rosé they would be like oh it's that sweet gross stuff that gives you a headache and blah blah so it like really tarnished the name of it um and it wasn't until hotels and restaurants and bars started ordering wines from france that they actually got to taste really good rosé and that helped the california wineries into learning how to properly make it and that is what we have today this beautiful drink that most of us do drink in the daytime, sitting on a beach <laughs> underneath a cabana or a fucking umbrella. Seriously, so Kitty, this one is like dedicated to you, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: dedicated to Kitty. I mean, I've got three bottles of Rose Day already, like on the bar right now, waiting to be had <laughs> this week. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not
1: giving up summer just yet.
0: So that's a little bit of her story. On some rosé. I love that history.
1: That's really good. I have to say, I had a frosé, the one and only of the season, because, you know, I haven't been going out, but I passed, we passed this outdoor bar that was past like, selling frosés, which are frozen slushy rosés. Yeah. And I love them.
0: Yeah, I went to a winery out here, because they're all outside, and... Mm-hmm. and it's they, safe. It's safe. But they do have, like, the adult slushies made out of the wine. I didn't get it last time, but I will next time. So... Yeah. If you didn't know by now, the movie that we are doing is Us. <laughs> Super excited that we got to do this one this year to round out our Halloween month. Oh,
1: must it come to an end? I know.
0: <laughs> I do have to say that we did pick a lot of movies that had strong kid leads in it this year. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Badass kids. All the way yeah, we did. Um, But yeah, Us. So are you ready? Us. I'm ready. Oh,
1: give it to me. I'm like stuck. I can't wait to talk about this movie. I was just discussing this the other, like earlier today. I was like me and Z both absolutely freaking love this movie. I cannot wait to really sit down and dissect it. I feel like we have maybe a long time ago when it first came
0: out. We definitely did. So
1: it'll be really nice for us to not, I mean, I, I slowly, I kind of remember the conversation, but not really. So I'm very excited to discuss this film, this film with you. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. I love Jordan Peele, huge Jordan. Uh, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with them. I
0: think it's great. Okay. Well, let's start it off right though with the motherfucking drinking, drinking. game. Uh, yes. Yes, sir. Love it. <laughs> yes. i want to get drunk with you.
1: We're about to get yes. drunk.
0: Let me let me pour a little more rosé oh. in this cup. I'm oh, good. Rosé is delicious. I know. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Here we go. You gonna take a sip. When you see the number 11. That happens a lot. Jordan Peele hit so many 11s in this movie. It's not only that you see, but you hear Mm -hmm. the Giants game that he's listening to. 11-11 tied in the seventh inning. The score is 11-11. 11-11. The clock in his boy's room is 11-11. The
1: the bedroom. He's like, whoa, look at that. And you're like,
0: ah! Oh, no, that's not a good sign. Nope. you'll see them off into things you'll see he likes to frame the back of his shots where like there's two parallel like lines going down behind him 11-11 mm-hmm. so whenever you see 11. some 11's go ahead and take a simp this is also is the, the creepy dude who's holding the the cardboard sign or he has the 11-11 on, on his head in his forehead yeah you gonna take a simp you gonna take a simp when someone grunts or yell so this is for the tethered when they're like their talk like Ooh, I uh, love when
1: Abraham is on the boat And you hear one of the other tethered And that's when you re- That was the, my first recognition That there's other tethered That it's not just the family Yeah, Because all of a sudden You hear one go uh, And he like responds uh, back And i like Oh my fucking god Yeah that
0: tethered is like I just killed my family, and he's like, "I'm working yeah. on it." Like, I'm working like, on it. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat, bitch. Like,
1: that's what i, I imagine. Like, not <laughs> just is Gabe, like obsessed with his boat,
0: but so is his tethered. He's like, the- "I got the boat. I got the boat." He's all fucking happy. Nobody boats are <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah, I love when he's just like, "You can have the boat for all I care." <laughs> Nobody wants the boat, Dad. You can have the boat Nobody wants your boat, dad, okay? Nobody wants your boat, dad. Your stupid boat. <laughs> I know.
1: I do want to say that
0: that part is like, does remind me of my dad. He does have a boat that's about the size, maybe a little bigger than the Craw Crawdaddy! Crawdaddy. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh once time let me and my brother Rashad and my cousins use it when we were in Vegas and we went up to the Hoover Dam ah. and we we drove the boat close to the Hoover Dam and we got out and we jumped and swam around. Which I just recently found out that that was a stupid idea. There's pumps all right there. I could have got sucked up and just gone. Either way, yeah, you could get hurt. <laughs> this was a million years ago though, but. The boat, <laughs> the boat would not start, and we were just kind of just, like, stranded out there for a minute. Other boats were like, are you okay? And we're like, I don't know. Hold on. We're trying to get it. To- <laughs> it finally started. But that reminded me of the crawdaddy because it's like, he was so proud of like, this fucking
1: boat. I know. He loved his boat. It's so cute. Uh, and total call out. I love Josh Taylor's when you see his boat because, of course, for some reason, it's we're into bigger. the boat. My favorite is the name B, Bi- Biatch. Biatch,
0: yes, and I mean
1: Biatch.
0: That's the whole reason why he got the boat in the first place is because
1: I think a status thing and yeah. trying to like compete with his other his. I think they're like business partners. That's what I always get. That's what I feel they're like. Some kind too, of business partners.
0: Because I don't feel like either one of them would be friends with each other if it wasn't like money making. Okay. Yeah. So you gonna take a stamp when someone dies oh wait like a person person or a tethered person or either anybody someone dies so that's okay. a tethered person the whole tyler family yeah. they get killed take a stamp for each one of those each time a tether oh. gets killed take a stamp uh the news reporter who's reporting it while they watch it oh my the- god
1: so obviously if you have children present watching us right now as you're turning away you're not sure what is about to happen
0: Take a sip. Like, I'm saying, anytime you see somebody get killed, I'm also going to take the homeless dude. Yeah, he gets killed. And there you go. So any of those, you're going to take a sip. Okay? Okay. I... You're going to take a sip anytime Jason puts on his mask. So when he pulls his Chewbacca Ooh, mask down, yeah. you're going to take a sip. Okay, so Good one. when he's in the closet with his tethered, he puts it on. When they're about to go upstairs mm-hmm. to go save their mama, he puts it on. Fuck the police. And he's like, yeah, let me put yeah." Chewbacca on. And he holds on. his little amethyst gemstone. Yeah.
1: He's like,
0: And she, she looks this. at him and she's like,
1: man. Okay. Or when he's in the back of the car and he's like, it's a trap. And he shoves yep. his mask on. He like knew immediately. And he's then.
0: like, get out of the car. Yep. And so any of those, you're going to put your drink to your lips and take a simp. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's that simp. You don't take a simp when there's a dad joke. So, oh. anytime Gabe, pretty much anything Gabe says is.
1: Gabe, anything Gabe says. Are you kidding me? When they first get to the house, there's like three dad jokes in a row. Mm-hmm. You
0: don't need the internet. You got the outer net. <laughs> the Why you need the internet when you we got have the, the outer net? net. <laughs> yep. When he, sucked, dad. when he brings out his craw daddy boat. When he brings, when he screams at him to wake him up, when he's chanting, like, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Santa
1: Cruz. Nobody joins.
0: One, he Uh, is an awesome dad. I definitely would have been all about, no matter how crappy that fucking boat was, I would have been all about it that we got a boat. We got
1: a boat. We got a boat. (laughs) boat. I know. Can I drive it?
0: I don't. None of my friends live in Santa Cruz. They go see how crappy my fucking boat is. Right? I think they're from San Francisco. That's what I feel like. That's where they're from. Yeah. The they're,
1: they're from San Francisco, which makes me think that they're a tech company of some kind. Him and mm-hmm. Josh Tyler. I think that they own some kind of weird tech company. That could be.
0: I like our backstory. Yeah. I like the backstory we're bringing for them. Yes.
1: I know. I do too. <laughs> like, yes. oh yeah, we got this.
0: <laughs> so all the dad jokes. Oh, the one like where he's just like, you don't need to drive if you're an Olympic Track athlete, you could. Well, well,
1: you don't need to know how to drive when you're an Olympic caliber athlete. Oh my god. You run.
0: Just run everywhere. Such a dumb dad <laughs> joke. Go ahead Such and a take a sample on that one, too. He has quite yeah, a few. absolutely. Ones.
1: I'll <laughs> see you later. We're in the magic room. In the magic
0: room. <laughs> you're like, what? I know. Oh, dad.
1: Ew. Ew, dad. Thank <laughs> god the
0: kids were not around for that. I know. The daughter would have instantly <laughs> still-
1: done yeah but he still makes the jokes that's like the worst that's how great of a character he is and how great the actor is he killed it because even yeah. when they are not around he's pulling off dad pulling like it's nobody's business. Mm-hmm.
0: i'll see you later in the magic room so oh. <laughs> take a sample for all the dad jokes they're they're all there they're good he even dabs me or, me and Richard were are looking uh, at yeah, that. That's the that's the
1: third. That's the third dad joke that he does when they first are getting out to the house.
0: He's like, Cause "Y'all sleep too much. You sleep too. D- total dad thing.
1: Total dad.
0: <laughs> you you. Many dads. You blank too much. Just fill in the blank. It's a dad thing. You eat it's too just, much. You sleep too much. You run too much. You're loud too much. It don't matter. It <laughs> Don't
1: matter. Oh my god, he's the best.
0: Yeah. So any of those, take a sample. You're gonna take a simp when they flash back to 1986. So, anytime they're Ooh, in the past, one. you're gonna take a simp. Mm-hmm. So, assuming, the therapist's office. Yep, they go back to the therapist's office when she is sitting in the basement and she's looking at, thinking about <gasps> old her name. Ballerina. She flashes back mm-hmm. to being 1986. So, any of those, you're gonna take a sip. So, even when they're Makes in the tunnels, And you know it's back in time. Take a simp. And they do that a lot during the last fight scene where they have young them dancing. Mm -hmm. Those are flashbacks. So go ahead and take a simp on those. You're going to take a simp when you see someone's reflection. This happens a lot in this movie. First thing you see is her reflection in the TV. The reflection Mm -hmm. when she's looking into. When she's watching the commercials. The commercials where she's telling gabe about this little girl she's she's in the hall of mirrors she wasn't a reflection she was real looking out the window you see a reflection the, window. the,
1: the little t- girl tries to kill kitty and kitty sees her reflection yep. in the window
0: Uh huh. well the tethered kitty the tethered mm-hmm her, all those you gonna take a There's quite a few of them okay yeah there's a lot mm-hmm you gonna take a simp when you see the line so this will begin back to the homeless guy who Jason sees standing on the beach all by himself with his hands out. He is yeah. patient zero of the line. He's number one of the line just waiting for the rest he of them was. to come. He's wearing red if mm-hmm. you notice it. So any, you could start there, but anytime you see them standing in line, like where she's like, oh my God, there's so many of them. He's like, what is this? Looks oh, like some kind of fucked up performance art a crazy performance art piece or something <laughs> <shit> like that. <laughs> like, oh god so. that's a double no. step because that's a dad joke plus a line <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> so good
0: yeah so good and this is even at the very end where there's just mountains scrawled with the line take your sleep you get it that's a it's such a beautiful scene that's a beautiful shot I know we will definitely talk about that cuz it's just so cool. I love it. Yeah. You going to take a simp when Kitty and Joss says something in says insults to each other. So Oh god. Like any of them. Can... Hey, who's that? Oh, do you see that? Where? Shut
1: up. Who's it? Do you see? No. Oh shit. What? Uh, oh my god, it's OJ. That's OJ Simpson.
0: <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> It's OJ. OJ! OJ Simpson! She's like, ugh, oh, it's so not funny. Yes. Oh my god. And of course him he's on the beach dick. where you say... Like, what do we say? I hate you? That works.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Good. Oh yeah, <laughs> I hate you? <laughs> they
0: have so
1: many. I gotta get my wife her medicine. Yeah. Is this going for thirds?
0: <laughs> yeah, fill it up. At least he filled it up. That's pretty nice. No one fills my drink up but me.
1: I absolutely love hate when they're talking about how Kitty has has had like a little work done, just a little bit you know make little, yourself
0: feel better you know yeah.
1: but of course you don't need any whore <laughs> I was like
0: oh shit you don't need
1: just, any she called Lupita a whore I feel like of all people
0: She's like That's talking to too. her, like she, she's one is vodka o'clock for her, so she's like it all is. all drunk on the beach. And she's talking to her, like it's her yoga friend, and they're sitting at Starbucks. And she's like, You don't need work, you whore, you dirty whore. You whore. <laughs> You're gonna take a simp. You don't take a simp when you see scissors. So this is going to be like, You need to see them holding them in the center of their chest. Uh, like where Red is cutting the yeah. head off of the white rabbit. Where, yeah. you know, they stab. You got to at least be able to make out that the scissors are gold. That's how close they have to be before um, okay. you to take the stamp. Or if you're feeling extra drunk, just take a stamp when you see scissors. I don't even shit. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Do you boo boo? <laughs> because
1: that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now.
0: So you're going to finish your drink when Jason goes missing. So she's screaming like, where's Jason? Jason! 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 One, I just want to say that white family was not enough panicked. I do not care. That's your friend's kid gone. And they're like, mm, I don't know. And you're another mom and you're you're sitting right next to her and you're not freaked out. I have yeah. personally know the person whose kid has gone missing, but I've heard the parents scream looking for them that I've gone up to them and been like, what do they look like so I can help you find them? Yeah. <laughs> and this family is exactly. just like, I don't know. He's probably, he's probably drowning. I don't know. Just don't worry about it. Like they don't even care. <laughs> well,
1: It pissed me off though, Gabe is all just like, she goes, Gabe, where is he, you know? And then when she finally grabs him and finds him, he's like, okay, 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 we're good, we're good, all right. And I'm like, are you kidding? You should be yelling at your son for not telling you
0: where the fuck he went. Like, what is happening? I saw him as a dad who was trying to keep his hysterical wife from, you know, pulling every person on this beach's shit apart until she found her son. Like, I I see that he was just like, instead of being like, I don't know, and like freaking out, he's trying to like assess it. Like, let me see if I can just find him so that she can calm down. Once she finds him, instead of yelling, because she's already just like, oh my God, he's just like, you know what? We're fine. He's fine. We're, going. we're just going to go. Like, I think he did, like, we're just going to go the normal dad thing. And my dad would have probably, like, chewed me out in the fucking car. He would have been like, don't you. Get it. And I would have been spanked at home. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, I would have been spanked in public. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would have been spanked in public. Especially because, like, the kids know that this puts their mother on edge. Like, she does not want to go to the beach. She should like it just I don't think okay. even the kids
0: like good job freaking out mom like I get that but I also think that the kids don't know the severity of her anxiety and it's more of like any mom's gonna freak out if they look onto the beach and they can't find their kid no matter what has happened true. I don't think that they know that she doesn't want to go to the beach
1: because he even says he's like what what kind of people are we that we have a beach house and we never go to the beach that's what he says oh that's true when we never go to the beach so they do not go to the beach specifically, and and Gabe even uses his own son. Oh, you
0: know, Jason really was looking forward to it. It's the first time I've been back here since
1: Grandma died. I know it's been pretty hard on him. Jason was really looking forward to going to the beach. I was like, you
0: did not. Just... You, the little <laughs> do you know that Gabe's middle yeah. name is Jason? Like <laughs> he's talking about himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so when Jason Jason goes missing, go ahead and finish your drink. Okay. You're going to finish your drink when Kitty calls the police. She's like, "Uh, sorry, or whatever the fuck the name is. Oh, Ophelia.
1: Ophelia, call the police. Sure, playing Fuck the Police by NWA.
0: Ophelia, she's like, Fuck the Police by NWA. The know, fuck, 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 fuck the police. Fuck police. Fuck, fuck the police. Fuck the police. I love that
1: that comes on. It's so good.
0: I do love that Josh's tether is even a dick as a tethered. <laughs> he all sticks <laughs> his hand out and he fucking to help her smooth her and he's like, move her. What is,
1: is that what it's move. called? <laughs> yeah, it's the smooth move. Wait, honestly though, like, where did that even come from? Like It's so terrible. That's just like a minor detail that maybe him as a young boy used to do that all the time. And that tethered, it's just stuck with him. He's like, it's the coolest move still around. Like, obviously. It's just (laughs) a big
0: middle finger to her. That's all it is. It's just like, even in death, even in tetheredness. He's still a fucking asshole. Like, it doesn't matter. He's still an asshole.
1: That's why when the her tethered is like crying and
0: screaming when
1: the the boat is burning up with him inside of it, she starts laughing. She starts laughing. She
0: starts laughing. Because I, I I immediately, I love that scene. I do love that, I love scene. that scene. And fucking Elizabeth Moss like killed it because you, she She's does so that amazing. nice silent scream where you're like, is it silent? Because yeah. you're on the other side. Of the window? Or is it silent because she's not screaming? silent because she's not screaming. And then it goes...
1: Yeah, she's not really screaming.
0: And then it goes into that laugh, like, yes, I don't have to be stuck with this asshole anymore. Like, (laughs) you know? So That's how I took that one. You gonna finish your drink when Adelia kills Red. (sighs) So is she. I love it. Chokes her out with her fucking tether (laughs) with the
1: tethered chain handcuffs
0: handcuffs. she stabs her with a fucking fireplace poker (laughs) (laughs) that has gotta be at least like the number three or four horror movie weapons (laughs) of all time a fireplace i know (laughs) people use that one a lot so good Anything to
1: add to the drinking game? No, I love all the ones that you chose. Honestly, it was it's it's solid.
0: It's like full circle. I do think I did a good job. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I I really I honestly really think that you hit a lot of the strong points that that are throughout the film. That just I love it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't change anything about it. I love it.
0: Well, that is it's perfect. It's the perfect drinking game. That is my perfect motherfucking. Drinking game. Uh, yes. I love it. <sighs> that was a good motherfucking drinking game. I have to do say That's a really...
1: So. Honestly, it's a really good fucking drinking
0: game. You know why it's I a good know. fucking drinking game? Because it's a good fucking movie. And the man such who, a good movie. The man who wrote it and directed it made sure that I had enough to drink to. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully one day he listens to this. I do know that he... he Likes making these movies so that we can have conversations in depth on these movies on what we think and conspiracies and things we found. So we are literally doing exactly what he wants, and I am so happy to do that tonight.
1: how I love it. He's amazing. I uh, he's such a great, incredible, incredible writer. I really I love his mind. No, uh, he's insane. What you guys have already really talked a lot about him in Get Up. Get out, yes. get, up. <laughs>
0: get up, get up, get on, on, you know, and get on up. Oh, that wasn't it. No, I'm just <laughs>
1: Get out. No. And can I give a very, our very first fun fact of the night? Oh my God. Yes. Uh, in the very fr- beginning of the film, you have a little Easter egg homage to get out because they're written when she goes into the fun house, it's written on the wall. It says, get out. And mm. I saw that and I was just like, I fucking love it. <laughs>
0: Get out out. of there! Just get out! Get out! Okay. Get out! So, are you ready for the motherfucking stats? Yeah, give me those stats. Stats it up. Stats it up. Stats it up. Stats it up. 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 All right. So, this movie came out March 22nd, 2019. So, only a little over a year ago that this movie dropped. And it was worth the wait. I love this movie. The budget for this movie was... 20 million dollars it's only Mm -hmm. been a year so that would only translate to 2.3 million dollars but his get out movie he only used 4.5 million dollars to make that movie so Mm -hmm. he his uh he got a bigger budget He got a bigger budget you know he's won an academy award for original screenplay by now first black man to ever do that hey girl yep hey yo and so like you know boom he gets a little extra money. $20 million still is not a lot to make a movie. Just wanted to let people know out there, $20 million is still not a lot. Um, and it made $255 million, which translated in, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> translated in 2020 money is $259 million. And that's pretty much exactly what he made for Get Out as well. He also made $250 million for that one too. Mm-hmm. So... They come out for him. Everyone's coming out for him. I do. I do.
1: I. You know he's gonna. You know he's going to produce, to write, direct a great film. I won't miss any of the ones afterwards. Like, definitely. Yeah. I loved Antebellum. I mean, can we say that? I. He yeah. not He's just a producer, producer on that one, but. He's a
0: producer on a lot of things. Um, yeah, he is. But he just his movies are awesome. As a black person who loves horror movies, who's seen them all, and goes out of our way to watch these movies to actually see our stories semi told in these like crazy bizarre ways where we are the heroes and not the first one dead It's groundbreaking and it makes me super happy and hopefully there's another movie of his that comes out this year so by next halloween i have another movie of his to do because yeah. I, I i never want to not have his movies out there they're just so
1: absolutely cool. Yeah, and I really dig. I mean, you guys probably touched on this, but, like, he has such an appreciation for old horror, mm-hmm. and he loves to do as much as he can to give as many, like, props to old horror films, especially The Shining in this one. You and I both love The Shining so much. and yeah, And it just, the, he has such a love and appreciation for all horror, and for him to bring that genre into a whole he's just he's he's elevated that genre now at this yeah. point and he has completely changed it telling his own stories and it's oh, it's just so beautiful it's beautiful to see
0: he's good at blurring the lines between a suspense and a horror and it's mm-hmm. a very good with a hint of dark comedy which is always like a really well have to thing have it in a in a scary movie you got to be able to laugh, mm-hmm. like we talked about in Lost Boys. You got to be able to laugh. Like, that's why they put Grandpa in there is because you needed that little break. You need laugh. a
1: little break to add up. the suspense, because then at that point, everyone's kind of at point zero. And then the suspense starts to build again. You can't just be throwing out these horror after horror, yeah. thrill after thrill, because no one's ever going to reset. And then everyone's already on edge. Yeah. So they're like, when is it going to happen next?
0: Like, that's why you have Richie in it and you have the drunk ants and. In- Practical Magic, every scary movie or these type of movies need to have that in it or you're going to lose your people. It's going to be too scary. And then you're going to alienate a lot of people from watching it. So Yeah. And what I
1: love about this is it's definitely the Tylers are a huge comedic because Mm. you also just love to see them get (laughs) killed i mean i love this family but like you love seeing his family get killed you're like oh
0: i appreciate the fact that he made sure that we enjoyed them dying (laughs) yes (laughs) i'm just gonna build up for you guys to not really care that this whole family got executed in like one swoop (laughs)
1: exactly exactly i mean even when you feel a little bit for like, when kitty is like crawling and you're like oh god this is so hard to watch like, i'm like wait will you stab her or even... kill her <laughs> <laughs> and it's so sad too because she's crawling towards a husband you don't even think she really loves but like that's all You're like got. thinking, at one point she did love him and now she's watching him die and she just watched her kids die. And I know. ooh, I hate that part. I like, I still get chills thinking about how they look up at the twins and then look down and then look back at the twins. Guys, we have to be out here at 10 a.m. tomorrow, sharp. So, hello? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the tethered right next to them and, and I'm
0: he's like. like <gasps> he's like, hello? Hello? <laughs>
1: I hate that part? I like up. too many twins. That's too many. Tw-
0: That's too many <laughs> That's twins. Zora's Zora's
1: always in my head. That's
0: too many twins. That's I just can't. <laughs> can't. So Would yeah, you- the Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. critics ninety three percent, which nice. is like pretty much perfect for fucking the critics. And the critics yeah. last time on Get Out gave them a ninety eight, so a little less. I don't like comparing it to the movies, but I do like to see because if. I try to tell somebody to watch a scary movie, and I want to say either Get Out or Us. I try to figure out what kind of scare level they need. If they're not into mm. blood and gore, then I'm going to tell them to watch Get Out, because that's going to be more of a psychological It's a psychological thriller. And yeah. with a little bit of blood. And instead yeah. of, like, if you love slasher movies, I'm going to say, like, girl, watch Us, because they're going to be us. slashing bitches.
1: You are about to see some blood and guts. Yeah. The boat scene. I'm telling you, I love that boat scene
0: so much. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. The audience gave it 59%. Are you fucking kidding me? Who? What? That's Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I don't know why. Idiots. They did give Get Out 86%, so I think that's pretty. They weren't. Ooh. Who are these dumbass
1: I white people? <laughs> I can't believe they would only give this fucking movie. This movie is so much better than 53%. Is that what you said? 59%. 59%. So close to
0: 60. Yeah. I
1: don't know. I think that's such crap. That's such
0: crap. What is is the ZZ Fresh? ZZ Fresh? Yeah, give me that ZZ Fresh. 99%. I think it's pretty good. I love it. There's a few things, but nothing that... Really, nothing. It's just beautiful. Well, cast. you're going to have to explain it
1: because the Lenny, the Lenny zest over here is 100. I love this movie. I love watching it with people who had never seen it before because I did get to do that just recently within this house. And she is not leaving I her love, house.
0: Everybody, okay? I'm never leaving my house. You're stuck, at home um,
1: I know. And uh, I love watching this with people who had never seen it because they there are so many clues. As to what the ending is to this film. And I love watching people piece it together. Everything fits perfectly. Everything is explained. There are some things that take a minute to do a little research and to try to understand. But not really. Because everything is perfectly balanced in this film. It's so great. I love
0: it. I love, I love it. it. My I love 1%, it. I guess, unless you you can talk me over that 1%, is yeah. that everyone... That I, this week I keep watching videos, reading reviews, and they all talk about how the son knows that she isn't her because he heard her say everything, right? Yeah. No, no, that's not what I think. That's what, that's what I kept hearing for everything, which was pissing me off because I was like, they're not even in the same exact room. The room he's in is like a bunk bedroom and the room where she's telling everything is a classroom. So he can't hear so any of it. If anything, He couldn't hear any of that. If anything, he's looking at her crazy because he actually saw her kill somebody like raw, like pretty cray cray.
1: So what I always thought it was is that it's the moment when she starts innocently whistling. And she's oh. whistling the song. No,
0: she was and that's when she
1: cuffs her over and she strangles her. And then as she's doing it, she starts doing the mannerisms <laughs> and the <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. And she
1: starts making the faces, and I think that's the moment that because he can see, he could definitely see through the locker those imitations. And why the hell would she be doing that? And that's when I think he was just like he looks at her really suspiciously. He's like, "Oh fuck!" And like even the mom, like even Addie comes up to him and she's just like, "Look, look, look!" look. It's me. And she it's like me. shows her face. She's like, "It's me, it's me," because
0: yeah. he, he looked at she, her. Cray-cray. I think she
1: can even sense. Yeah, he's he's like. No, but what was that, Mom? Like, yeah, you killed somebody. I've seen you kill people. She, he's seen his sister kill people all night. Like, he, that, killed he, he killed somebody. He killed Kitty. I know. What's I love the kill. Zora's like, I've got the biggest kill count in the family. I have the highest kill count in the family. You don't have the highest kill count. I killed
0: both twins. Wrong. I just killed the second one. I killed Kitty. So that's one,
1: one, one, and two. I killed two. I killed myself and Josh, so... And Dad's like, no, I do. I killed, I killed myself, and myself and I, I killed, killed Josh. Josh.
0: <laughs> I got the highest <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, no, you didn't kill the, one of the twins because I just killed one of the twins. I just
1: did. <laughs> no, but I think that, yes, he, the son definitely does know that it's not... I mean, it's his mother. You can't dispute that. She birthed little Jason. Like but it's the fact that he recognizes that Addy is the original tethered and that she switched places. And now he's questioning, which I think that Jordan Peele was trying to do into in the beginning of this. It's making you question what is good and what is evil because who was good and who was evil here? Like, yeah, what red was doing was fucked up. But like what Addy did no. to red is it's, it's a betrayal. And she even says, why don't you just take me with you? Like, why didn't we just go together? Like that could have been something, but no because she was so like why did Addie do what she did?
0: I am solely on red side. I really am on red side. I think mm-hmm. what she did was needed. I would love for him to do another us. But he's talked about it, but instead of calling it us, it would be called like us because they do say that we're Americans. Right? So,
1: I love her voice. I've been trying to imitate her voice so hard, like all week. Like, I can't do it. We are
0: America. America.
1: Cause that's actually a disorder.
0: I know it is, and she. But I want to see what happens to America when the tethered run it. Is it better? Is it worse? Like what? Ooh. Who knows? And red. Who knows? And what red did was not wrong because they didn't need to be down there no more. I I ain't mad that they killed off the fucking people because. Their life sucked. No. All right, I will give it 100%. You have swayed me, and you said you're at 100?
1: I'm at 100. There's no... Again, everything for me is pretty much explained. The things I had to do research on, like, the fact... I love the fact that that they never talk about, like, what the tunnels are called in the film. It wasn't until later I did research that, like, Jordan Peele was referring to it on the set as the underpass. Mm. No, I mean, there's even... There's actually even tunnels... And storage spaces it, at at Santa Cruz Boardwalk. That's Santa a real Cruz. thing. They yep. boardwalk. I know this is the second.
0: Are we gonna talk about that? Can we? Uh, I'm just gonna start right now. Okay. So okay. this is my second pick for the month. Apparently, yes. I love California, and apparently, <laughs> I love fucking Santa Cruz. Santa. And not only Santa Cruz, but the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk in the warm California sun. In the warm California sun. Boardwalk. <laughs> I love it So if you guys listen to it. our Lost Boys episode Which was also in Santa Cruz On the boardwalk This one is as well mm-hmm. But they didn't have to do much to the boardwalk To make it look like the 80s Because nope. it is pretty much the same With the original shit from 19. 19- which terrifies me and I doubt I will ever go on another ride on that damn boardwalk again if you are from 1910 and that wooden ass roller coaster that like I've been on that I would never do that I did because the sign says as seen on Lost Boys so I went on it okay Mm -hmm. 20 year old Zenobia didn't give a fuck (laughs)
1: Mm -mm. I went on that haunted skeleton ride and I went on the zip line or whatever (laughs) with the gondolas going or above Mm -hmm. they pass you Mm -hmm. I love those
0: Like you said, the boardwalk really did have tunnels underneath it. They do. They really do. But they're used for storage and also for emergency shelter stations. Mm -hmm. So no people aren't living under there.
1: (laughs) No, no one's living. But what I really, really super like is the shout out that they do to Lost Boys. Yes! In the film, because it takes, Flick so the flashback when Addie and her parents, for her birthday, are at the Santa Cruz boardwalk. Our in 1986. 1986. Yep. And she goes, she goes, hey, you know, they're shooting a movie over there. You know, they're filming something by the carousel. You should say they're looking for
0: extras. By the About carousel. The carousel. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> like, you should see oh if they need God. extras. Yes. Yeah. So she could have <laughs> been an extra in Lost Boys. Uh carousel mm-hmm. would be Keith or Sutherland storming through there like a fucking bat out of hand. Yeah, I remember at the very the very first scene Yeah. So Lost Boys. They did do a lot of crowd, getting crowds in from Santa Cruz to actually be extras in that movie. I don't know if we talked about it or not, but they had like a like couple hundred people come out and look like weirdos, freaks, uh, beachgoers, hippies. All the weirdos that they show at the beginning of the movie on there, so... Uh, she could have definitely been an extra in Lost Boys, but she was not. Yeah. And I love that little yeah. shout out to it because it was filmed on that boardwalk mm-hmm. in 1986.
1: It was, it, was, it was a pretty beautiful moment when I realized that. Because I, I, it, it would not have crossed my mind, honestly. When I first saw it, I didn't think of it at all. But because we just watched Lost Boys and that was in my head. So when I watched it this week, I was like, Oh my fucking god! She's talking about the Lost Boys. Oh my god! Oh. And we just did the Lost Boys. <laughs> okay, it one. I different. did not
0: plan that. Okay, this was not planned. No. These are just two of one of my two of my favorites. It was, it was a coincidence, a big coincidence. But mm. I did catch that line when I watched the, the movie first time around because I, like I said, am a big fan of Lost Boys and did know yeah. that it was filmed in '86 because it came out in '87, and so it, mm. I caught that. I did catch that one. I was like, oh my god, Lost. So, see that was that that was a it was a newbie for me. Yeah. So can I give you a fun fact? Give me the fun fact. This movie uh broke some records. Okay. Ooh,
1: record breaking. Love it. Let's go or for it. At least it. one
0: record. Okay. So so 71 million dollars opening weekend this movie made. And that is now the record for an original horror movie opening weekend. So it is has oh, yeah. the record for original script. So this means that the It's don't count, uh, Pet Cemetery, I- any of those don't really count because they're remakes. This original script, fucking
1: raising the bar, baby, raising the bar, just raise that bar. Now we got to beat it. Oh, challenge accepted, Mr. Peel. I'm
0: down. I mean, I would love to write our script and go to his production company and him give us like four point eight million dollars so we can make this fucking movie super cheap which i could totally do all. i could do that that's more money than i've ever had in my entire life if i can't do a movie out of that i don't i can't do none that's true <laughs> we know a lot of actors that would work for less so do you want to talk about mr jordan like you said we did speak so much already about him in our get out episode so if you yeah. want to hear more about him go ahead. But I do have some fun things that I learned this week about him.
1: Yeah. I would love to just a couple of, a couple of cute fun facts. I, I definitely would love
0: because I, I personally just, he's a big hero of mine. So too. I would, yeah, let's do it. I would love to be the key and peel, the, the black and white female key and peel. Oh, I
1: love that. <laughs> they would like that
0: too. So did you know that uh Jordan makes in a cameo in this movie? Yes. Because Jordan does the voice for the narrator in the funhouse, the mirror funhouse. House. Keowa looked and said, It is very good, but you are not done with it. Now you must
1: create life of all things and set it in motion
0: according to my plan. So when she walks in and says, I don't really know what he says, but it's like kind of spooky ish. And once you realize that it's him, you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, I,
1: I, I, see you. I see you.
0: He's in the woods. He's in the classically
1: woods. in the woods again. <laughs> <laughs> he jokingly admitted that he did a lot of the dying rabbit sounds.
0: Dying rabbit?
1: Yeah, whenever the rabbits are dying in the cafeteria of the underpass. Oh. Yeah, he, he said in an interview with Fandango that he actually was making those sounds too.
0: I like that. You know I love cameos. If I oh, can yeah. see a cameo in... A movie, I'm all about it, especially if it's the fucking director, and if they do the voice, it's even better because you don't even see it coming. You're getting you like Hitchcocked, but not even knowing you're being Hitchcocked. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? That's what I call it, Hitchcock, where the director. That's kind of what
1: I always call it too. The director, because he's shows so up. classic for his cameos.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so do you want to hear another uh, super fun fun fact with Jordan Peele on this film?
0: Oh my god, yes.
1: So what I super love is that he wrote this film. This is one of. Uh, One of his originals and he has been thinking about this character in this script since he was a little boy because it occurred to him one day when he was in New York City as a little kid on a subway station that he, he would look across on the other platform of the subway and feel like he would imagine that he saw a double of himself just smiling and staring at him. And the idea of a doppelganger out there terrified terrified him. And that was the start of this whole story for him, is that there would be a killer doppelganger out to get you. And how fucking crazy is that? As a little boy, he was already thinking of this story.
0: I get that. I've thought of that as well. I mean, I never went to this craziness of this type of story, but definitely
1: yeah. well, I think the conspiracy and the conspiracy theorist in him took over a little bit. Mm. And that's with the underground tunnels and all of the like government simulated co- cloning of bodies, not the souls, that kind of thing, probably like as he grew older, developing this story. But coming back to the looking glass, I feel like there's a lot of Alice in Wonderland themed reflections girl. And analysis. I knew I was going
0: to bring up some sort of Disney connection to this one. <laughs> and I saw that and I was thinking about it too. And I was like, you're right. Because when I was looking up drinks for this movie, I started by looking up like a white rabbit or down mm-hmm. the rabbit hole. And I started thinking like, Oh yeah, this is kind of like, you know, she is Alice falling down this hole and her role gets turned upside down, and then by the time she comes out, she's a different person, just like Alice in Wonderland. Except, exactly, her motive is way different than Alice's.
1: Um, absolutely. <laughs> but like, they wear the red jumpers, like the like, Queen of Hearts. Yep. And like, there's the white rabbits, of course, and then like through the mirror and the mirrored the mirrored hall or whatever they she
0: sees it through the looking glass through the looking glass. I mean, I think that it's all relevant. It all makes sense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I love that. This is that was it. That was your challenge.
1: Disney movie and every single movie this month Disney theme yeah. or Disney uh parallel. <laughs> I see it.
0: I got a fun fact about him that I didn't know about. Well, give it to me. So, Jordan is His dad is black and his mom is white. That is correct. And his mother can trace her family, the Williams, back pretty far. And they go back to like England and their families, their family has roots. In the first colonies of America. So they go back all the way to like the 1600s in like Maryland, and Massachusetts. So he can find his lineage back to the beginning of this country, which I am so jealous. I'm so jealous. I was literally talking to my brother about how we need to go to Texas so that we can pull up some files from our great, 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 great grandfather, who was our first free man. Mm-hmm. so i would like to find the man who went from slavery to freedom and Absolutely. have our lineage go back so that w- that's something that's super cool that he can be able to even go back he can go farther back than i could even imagine to go back and that's so mm-hmm. i'm jelly
1: Aww. yeah that is really cool
0: we can move on to uh, uh lapita i
1: love lapita uh yeah let's do it uh i'm obsessed with her in this film especially all the hard work that she did did on this character. Because you guys already talked about her in Black Panther.
0: We sure have. We talked about her in Mm -hmm. Black Panther. So if you want to know a lot So I'll keep
1: everything that we talk about. Yeah. If you want to know her life story and know who, who she really is as a performer and a person and an actor, go listen to her. Uh, Jason and Znavia talk about her. Her bi- biography and story was is incredible. She so like, she is such a strong, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll keep it to just talking about the stuff that she did here on the film. Yeah, which is enough because she's incredible. And I'm I, I I'm so angry that she didn't get more attention for this film because I, I what I think is incredible is that she for this character read because she's great as she's great as Addie. She is so she is so perfect. But as Red herself, with this, she worked for months with a vocal coach and speech dialect coach to do this diagnosed vocal distortion. It's called asthmatic dysphobian. Right. That's how she does the like. Oh my God. Like I've I've been trying to like figure out how she used like her vocal chamber to and not hurt herself like. It is phenomenal how she was able to pull this off. Like, huge, strong monologues in this film.
0: Like, where she's just like, It was, what a girl. She once upon a time. <laughs> I can't even do it. How did she do it? It
1: was, it was a girl. I have no idea i mean it's so it's <laughs> if i do it i know i'm stressing my i can't do it, and, and it's
0: control. not making me good yeah way. don't
1: d- yeah don't do it because okay. it was also doing a little bit of like jfk juniors or jfk's voice or whatever jfk juniors voice
0: that? i did i don't know what his voice sounds like i guess he yeah. has that Yeah.
1: I I only briefly read something on that. I didn't, I didn't find full detail about that, but I just, I I read that as well. I was like, oh, what? But I love what she did with her voice. And I love the fact that like people were terrified of her on set because she was so committed to this character that she would, she would, the only time she would discuss anything, even if it was like meta in the moment, Peel's talking to her, directing her. She was just, like, wide-eyed, like, in character, speaking as her character Red, like, n- wouldn't talk to anybody else. When she was in character as Red, it was pretty—apparently people said it was low-key terrifying, like, absolutely fucking terrifying. I can, I can but, see that.
0: She, she looked crazy. Her hair was all nappy. Her eyes were all wide-eyed. Mm-hmm. I do want to say whoever the cinematographer photographer is, cinema photographer was. Did an mm-hmm. amazing job. I love when someone can light black people, especially dark black people, and get them to show up when mm-hmm. the majority of the movie is in the dark. Something that is hard. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what how to do it. I would have to hire somebody who has filmed black people before um, <laughs> to do something like that because it is a, a task. And you can always tell when somebody is an amateur or doesn't know what they're doing. When something like that happens, so I applaud whoever that person is. Thank you. I'm sorry I didn't do the research. I just thought about it right now. But
1: she- Mike Gilalakis. Um, he's done Unite um, Shyline films, uh, Jordan Peele films. He did Glass, which I mean, well, I guess all those movies, the majority, but it's the majority of the movies. That it's you a it's named a nice color cast. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a it's a beautiful cultured uh, yeah. cast that
0: you you have
1: with. Most of the ones that I'm seeing that he did. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, actually.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. What was the name?
1: Mike Ilolakis.
0: Mike. He sounds Greek. Mikey Mike. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, Lupita killed it. I I love this, the fight scene between both of them. I don't know who her extra was. I'm oh, sure. I, I feel like when I watched that scene, I think like, if you were her, which one would you want to play for that scene? I love the way that she plays, what's her name, Adelaide. Well, she I think she did both. Well, the way that it's, it's filmed, it's in shadow. So you can't see who anyone else. I'm sure one of them is her and one of them is a doppelganger. Or a, mm-hmm. a body double. Stunt body. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she, just her reacting to not being able to hit her with this thing, even though she's trying and she stands still and then... Like just is moves every to the time. side, like every time, <laughs> and, and she's just getting so angry. Like that's the character I would want to play, but also Red being so uptight and just like precision, precision. the precision it's she a has. Dance, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. dance. Web, like yeah. and they weave in the parts of young her dancing and you're like oh this is them battling each other i love it Mm -hmm. exactly so do you think that jason can control his tethered like he walked him into the fire can Mm -hmm. he was the only
1: character that proves that they can do that i think it's because he is so open and he was able to connect with his tethered more than anyone else in the film Because he was able to spend time like his tethered wasn't trying to kill him right away. He was trying to connect with him, like trying to figure things out. So I think that that was why Jason had the upper hand in figuring out that he could control that they have to mimic because they all do. They all mimic each other's. But Jason was the only one to figure out how to control it. And actually that another when I was watching the film who I was watching, they were just like, why wouldn't he tell his own mother that he can do that? And it's like he doesn't get a chance to like. He, he
0: gets up and he, he tries it and it works.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he does play with it at first when he's in the closet. Remember, they're, they're moving doing the, the mirror. Hands. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then he picks up the mask and then he pulls the mask down. So he that's the first moment when he's like, okay, this person is copying me. And it's it's when he gets out of the car and he's like, I'm going to make this motherfucker walk into the, to the fire. Like, but I also believe to move.
0: that Gabe can control his. His glasses slides off his face and he fixes it. And the tethered one of his... Fixes imaginary glasses that aren't even on his face, mm-hmm. so he's also controlling, yeah, you, con- controlling his.
1: Well, I don't know he if he picks that know. up, though. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I think that was more for our benefit to see them do that, so we can catch on that yes, that they are copying. Because you don't see what the tethered are going through under in the underpass until the very end, when Red is explaining how they switched places. And, like, their connection and, like, how that builds. And that's the first time you get to really see what was happening in the underpass. And, like, they're all on that roller coaster and they're all just standing in a goddamn room. But, like, they they think they're on a roller coaster. Or, like, yes. in that other room when they're in that carousel moving whatever and they're mm-hmm. all bumping into each other. And, like, when the they're at the food like, court and they're eating the
0: no rock, paper, scissors. Oh, yeah. And they're like, Even – Exactly.
1: Re- <laughs> so – That's the first time like you see the father like show the, the, and they're showing the parallels Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're actually showing you. So you have to catch on to those little things like pushing the glasses up or like the hand motion gestures in inevitably the, I don't know, you would call them the human, the human can control the tethered. Yeah. They have to mimic them. That's their connection. It's almost like something that's that's in their DNA, like the, when they were cloned, that's what they were made into.
0: Um, I have a fun fact. Give me that fun fact. Lopita and yeah. Winston Duke, our boo-boo, they went to Yale together. I don't know if we talked about this in Black Panther. I feel like we did, but I just wanted to, that they went to a, a Yale School of Drama together, They were friends. They graduated a year apart and they Uh joked about how one day they were going to be in a Marvel movie together. That is so cute. Wait, but like they're together together? No, like they went to school, like me and you went to school together.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I have the biggest crush on Winston Duke. It is not funny. It, It is long. It is beautiful. He is gorgeous. I think I've said this like a million times. He he comes out in that Howard sweater and I'm just
0: like, ooh. <laughs> Howard, no. man. Ah, Howard, Howard man. Howard man. Mm. You guys do something to me. Um, I know. I mean, I wanted to go to Howard. That was one of the schools that I wanted to go to. But Howard men, there's are some uh, sexy, attractive, smart people. I know. Oh my God. And I appreciate that he put a black college on a sweatshirt so people who didn't realize that school is the shit it it's it is a really it's a it's a
1: amazing fucking university i'm glad it gets called out because it honestly it doesn't get enough attention and as well as as respected as it is it doesn't get as much attention and that's i mean jordan peele he loves to bring attention to that kind of thing like he's just like no like this is a howard man right here He's fucking brilliant. He runs this shit. And when he needs to protect
0: his family, he done told you to get off
1: his property. So if y'all want to get crazy, we can
0: get crazy. Now the cops are already on their way. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Okay. (laughs) Because the police are already on their way. He gets all super deep with this. (laughs) He goes
1: so deep at the end there,
0: and I'm just like, you fucking tell them. It's been, like, four days of me literally saying that to everybody I see. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. We can get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> literally, That whole scene is just so good. From the trailer, and I saw that, I was like, I'm going to love this. <laughs>
1: Then <laughs> it's so funny because he immediately walks into the house. He's like, call the police. And she,
0: she's oh, like, did. I did. They're, they they're going to be here in 14, 14 minutes. minutes. He's like, what? Like, he's like, what? not happy.
1: That's that he, long? He, 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 with that face, no, no. Honestly, in that moment, his face is just like, shit, when you don't want the police, they're fucking everywhere. But when you need them, where the fuck are they?
0: You know where they are? <laughs> Reporting to all the other goddamn calls of people getting killed by them. (laughs) That's where they at. (laughs) It's true.
1: When they're at the Tyler's house and they're trying to call the 911, he's like, how can the police put you on hold all night long?
0: That's because the police are getting killed themselves.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Zora finally says, how many of everybody is there going to be? Like, and that's when they're like, let's
0: turn on the fucking news. <laughs> yeah, because at first we just think it's our family coming after us until we go to our friend's house and they're slain by their own yeah. doubles. So immediately yeah. I'm like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. I also feel like you are not allowed to kill anyone but your own person unless you're being like, no, attacked. that's not true. Because the only time that we see them actually attack or like kill somebody who wasn't their double Is when the girl is Mm -hmm. on top of the car and the guy's like, get the fuck off my car. And she goes and she like fucking cuts him. Yeah. He's not hers. Right. Yes. But everybody else is not supposed to kill. It feels like once you kill your person, you go and stand in the line. The only people who don't go and stand in line are the Tylers because they know that if anything goes wrong, they're going to come there first. Like that's the first place they're going to go. That's why they're waiting for them. Mm-hmm. They're sitting there. He has the the kimono on, and he's just yeah. like, "I love that scene." By the way, he does such a good job. We'll talk about it. I know, but, it's like so he funny. does such a good job. I love it. I know.
1: Um,
0: and they pull her in, and they don't kill her is because they're waiting for Red to come. Red is probably like, no matter what that's you do, that's what I
1: always thought.
0: You don't kill her because I'm going to my... fucking kill her.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I always thought that specifically yes that she that no one was allowed to touch Addie. Like Red was to take care of Addie and that was that. I did see the correlation as soon as you kill your your other that Stand that you line. get in the line. I did I noticed that one and that yeah. But Kitty was going to kill Zora right then and there on the on the bed unless he intervened. And like Josh was kind of going after Gabe on the boat and was like i thought he would have killed him uh and i don't think he was waiting for something especially since gabe's other uh, abraham had already died so like i felt like maybe josh if he knew that he had died he has to kill him or something i don't know i didn't think the only person i thought that couldn't get killed was going to be addy and everybody else was kind of fair game
0: the only reason i feel like that is because no matter what they weren't going to leave there without addy like they weren't leaving there without their mom yes so, you do have to kill them because uh-huh. they're not going to stop until sh- they get her. Everybody else who wasn't these two families, everybody else in the world, these two families are basically the reason why we're doing this. That's just what I took yeah. from it. Take what you must on it. It's I inter- see- that's that's an interesting take. Because I feel like. I'm going to only- write that
1: down and look for. I'm going to we- get crazy about that later online. You're going to get crazy. <laughs> we can get crazy. Get crazy. Get crazy. I fucking love him in this movie. I just... He is so effing amazing. Winston Duke, you are so funny.
0: You crack me the fuck up. You do. I don't have any fun facts about him because I gave you all the ones that I had in Black Panther. Please go listen to that Wakanda forever because, one, I feel like we all need that right now with the loss of our Black Panther. mm -hmm. But I definitely... If you want to know more about our two leads in this movie... That's where you would get the information from. But I do have a fun fact you could only hear here. Okay, here we go. I did some deep, deep, deep diving.
1: Okay.
0: Hands Across America.
1: It's Hands Across America, a 4,000 mile long chain of Good Samaritans standing hand in hand.
0: Do you know, do you, do oh my you God. know much about Hands Across America? Because I sure didn't.
1: I know a little bit about it.
0: I knew very vaguely what it was. Um, exactly.
1: But- like, I mean, yeah.
0: But I did a little deep dive. So this is what I found. <laughs> Hands Across America went down on May 25th, 1986. And mm-hmm. it was made for to feed the homeless. Because at that time, yep. there was a growing number of people who were homeless in the United States. So people would pledge mm-hmm. at least $10 to stand in line. There was a song that was written by Toto, which is Hands Across America, which was supposed to be like an answer to We Are the World. Oh my
1: God, which is such a good song.
0: But it could how are you going to hold a handle when Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson are writing your song? You can't. Sorry, Toto. You really can't. Sorry, Toto. Yeah, sorry, babe. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. So the whole goal was it was supposed to go from New York City all the way to Santa Monica here in California. And Mm -hmm. the total of people who actually stood in line for Hands Across America was between five and seven million people stood in line. But there were Mm -hmm. still big gaps all over the country.
1: Through fields of grain, past Purple Mountains, and across rooted plains... From sea to shining sea.
0: So it didn't go all over the country. It literally went from like no. New York. They were they were
1: heavy urban areas mainly that where they would all be holding hands in.
0: I saw footage. And they got a lot of celebrities. They got a lot of celebrities to be in big towns. I saw mm-hmm. footage of Hands Across America going down in Disneyland here in Anaheim, which I definitely mm-hmm. would have went to. My family did not uh, participate in this. I asked and they were like, I don't know. We didn't do that stupid shit. I guess it wasn't a big thing to do. Um So stars would come out, like you said, and they would be part of Hands Across America. People did a lot of things during this Hands Across America, like get baptized. There were weddings. There was bar mitzvahs. And all of this happened in a single 15 minutes. That's 15 how long minutes. That's how long everybody had to hold hands was 15 minutes. That was it. Ronald Reagan, minutes? he also was the president at the time. He got in the line, but he got heavy criticisms for doing it because basically he pretty much he said that people weren't going hungry because there was no food. People are going hungry because they're lazy. Not because that they're poor. Yes. Not because that they're homeless; it's because they're lazy and they don't want to do anything, and that's why they're going hungry. So why should we really help? Pretty much is what uh,
1: he's pretty much known to have tried to sweep the homeless and relocate them to certain different parts of the country, uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco. So um, no, but like to give props, like fucking Liza Minnelli was showed up in New York City. Like she held hands with everybody. Did Yoko, oh no. Lionel like Richie, Michael Edward J. James Fox. <laughs> Lionel Richie showed up. Michael Jackson was in Ohio at the time. They had David Copperfield in Ohio as well. I mean, they had like a ton of people everywhere. They had
0: a bunch of people all over the place Who in else? these big times. But there was just a bunch of big gaps all over the place. So it was never a complete change. Yeah. So mm-hmm. their goal was to raise 15 million dollars. To feed the Hungry, mm-hmm. which they did. They made $15 million, but they spent $17 million on advertising and preparing for the Hands Across America. So basically, they, they know. <laughs> and a lot of the people... Who, Hopefully it was donation. <laughs> and, and a lot of people that were in the lines didn't pay to be in the lines at all, so... It was just people basically kind of doing like fire festival where it's like, I want to be there because all the cool people are going to be there. There's going to be celebrities there. I want to be on the news. I want to take a picture with Michael Jackson in Ohio. All that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All that shit. So it was a bus. So if you ever hear about Hands Across America, please remember that this thing literally made zero money. It helped zero nobody. And it basically is known as one of the most 80s things that happened in the 80s. <laughs> so It is.
1: And we're getting t-shirts.
0: I, I, I really do want a hands across America t-shirt, not just because of this movie us, but because it was such a failure. I why it was
1: the shirt. <laughs> I just want to go to the movie. Such a That's failure. Such six, movie swag to have i'll be like yeah i got this shirt what like i almost want to have like one of the blood like hand prints on it or something
0: you gotta walk around with scissors or you need to put a michael jackson yeah. thriller shirt over it either way <laughs> it down.
1: oh my god that would be such a good halloween costume that's a really good fun
0: fact I told you a deep dive into it i uh, didn't yeah, know I much it. about it
1: I like it. I like that you know, that's pretty much I didn't know the celebrities that had gotten involved. That's that's something I didn't discover until I looked this up. But I remember hearing about Hands Across America. But like with all the the hoop, hoopla going on about that, you just like hear about like Hands Across America, how amazing it was. But then you realize you're like, yeah, but you didn't really make it all the way across America.
0: You definitely did not. I didn't know that. And you didn't make any money to feed the fucking homeless. So I don't know what this was all about. I really don't. I did find another cameo. (laughs) I don't know if it's a real cameo because I personally, when I looked, I couldn't find it. But I did read that there is a cameo of five-year-old Nicole Richie in the Hands Across America part.
1: I saw that.
0: But I did not see her. So I am questionable on that.
1: I did not see her in the, but I had read that as well. That she apparently is in the in the commercial. I I didn't see it though, but I don't know if I'm really looking hard enough for Nicole, baby Nicole Richie.
0: No, I definitely know what baby Nicole Richie looks like, so I was looking.
1: Had to touch base. It's such a big part of the storyline itself, and like that's it's how would she have known that? That's like another big clue as to. Red being the original human and not the tethered, That's because awesome. how the hell would she have fucking known about that? It looks
0: like she actually did it right. Like, there's no yeah. gaps. There's no gaps in their fucking there's hands no across gaps. America. No, they <laughs> have uh, freaking helicopters
1: over the great, all the great mountains no. and all the land showing all of these people that have committed to going like they
0: did it. They, they, they went. <laughs> They That's win. why I want us to... It's serious. And it's called... No, US, I liked it. It's called US. And I want to see the people who actually killed their doppelganger. Mm-hmm. And now they have to live with a bunch of tethered people. And the tethered people are trying to live in... Because Red says, like... Don't burn down our house, you know, like we going to kill them and this is going to be our house now. This is going to be our house. We will live here now. We will live here now. They don't live there. They live in San mm. Francisco in some overpriced fucking house. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but that's also I think that's the only house that she remembered cuz she knows where the hide-a-key is. What kind of white shit? That's a white people's shit. <laughs>
0: Okay. I okay. <laughs> I absolutely love that line because I do believe that hide a key is a white person shit because I don't know no black people that hide a key. Like, you know, I'm a person that goes into people's houses like, you know, watches their dogs, their kids, water their plants. Mm-hmm. And I'm the person you call, I'm the Uncle Buck as I like to say. And nobody ever has a goddamn hide a key. Why? <laughs> that is some white people shit. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Black people, if you guys Super. have hide keys, write me. Let me know. Don't tell me where the key yeah. is, but say, yeah, yeah, I know black people who have hide keys.
1: <laughs> no, we don't we don't have a hidea key at my house either. Fuck that. Are you kidding me? So yeah, that hidea keys are some kind of weird white person shit. I don't even know. This white person doesn't do it. So
0: I'm not you don't fuck around with that. Are you kidding me? That's the easiest way to break into someone's home. Speaking of the house. The real house is found in Pasadena, not Santa Cruz. And most of this movie was Uh. shot in LA, here in LA instead of in Santa Cruz. I feel like the beach boardwalk, the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk in the warm California sun and the beach scenes are definitely, they're obviously definitely Santa Cruz. The part where they pull up in the ambulance there, that's definitely Santa Cruz. I've definitely been in that exact spot. But everything else seems to be happening. on the lake and everything
1: was in Pasadena, huh?
0: It seems like, I don't know. I don't know if the lake part of it, cause you can't really see the lake from the house, like the inside of the house. There is a shot of it, but that could totally be mm-hmm. green screened, but the, at least the front of the house is Pasadena. The house. Wow. That's a
1: really good job because I honestly like it looks like Santa Cruz. Layout, huh? <laughs> it looks like this, the mountains of that surround Santa Cruz for sure. I it was does. like, oh, this is perfect. Like I have actually gone to people's houses that dip down like yeah. that from the main mm-hmm. road. Mm-hmm. I, I, wow, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. We
1: go, Pasadena.
0: I know, Pasadena. I didn't know you guys had spots that look like that. That's definitely not what I think of when I think of Pasadena. I mean, I think of your downtown, because that's where I would drink and party. hmm I believe that the Tyler's house is in Pasadena. Yeah, the Tyler's. I believe their house is in Pasadena as well, but I am not mm-hmm. completely sure. I just know that the featured house is in Pasadena.
1: Are we ready to dive into the Tyler's? Sure. I have a few things to talk about with
0: them, for sure.
1: But their house is, like, so extravagant. It's like, <laughs> what is this house?
0: <laughs> okay, one, Josh, I hate him, because he's definitely a one-upper that you just don't want to, like, be with. Because he calls him like, hey, I bought the boat. And the first thing, he's like, did you get this? Does
1: he get the life preservers? Got that. You got a fire extinguisher? Got that. You have a flare gun? Uh, I knew you'd fucking forget the flare gun.
0: See, I knew you'd fucking forget some shit. Like, you're like, damn! I know. Don't, why are you, Can you like, just be happy for your dude to be on a fucking boat? I know. And then, like, you know, when they get home, Gabe's like, Did you see his car? He just had to show me just to fuck with me. Like, he knows that he's doing it. I fucking <laughs> hate him. Why are you his I friend? Know. I know. I know,
1: exactly. They have to be business partners. That's just always, always what I think whenever I'm like, you guys are business partners. They're just like, they're work wives. Anyways, Tim Heidecker uh-huh. is Josh Tyler, and I fucking love him. I like, <laughs> I love everything about that fool. He is so ridiculous. And the fact that he shows up in this movie, like, is he just really good friends with Jordan Peele? Because. I wouldn't have picked him to be the first person to be in this film and be that character. But he's so good at it that, like, they must have just been, like, joking about it this whole time.
0: The way that I feel about the casting in all of this, because you could be like, well, mm-hmm. why did they pick them? Or why did they pick them? It's because they probably, in the audition, did the best of doing two separate people. That's a hard thing mm-hmm. to do, especially back-to-back in front of people. Yeah. Um, His stupid, rich dude, douchebag dude that he plays when he's a human or whatever, untethered, he's, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, he does that really good. It's something that comes natural to him. I've seen him do it in other things. And then you, when he goes into the tethered him, just like to see him walk up to the front door without saying words and just like the, the faces he makes are so good. After she hits him in mm-hmm. the head, he doesn't go down. He pulls the motherfucker no. out, and he walks right down, out. and he's like, oh, pfft, don't worry about them. Like, pretty much he says, like, ah, oh, women, don't worry about them. Come on. Like, yeah. that's kind of like his what he says with his body language, and I love it. I also love mm-hmm. when Addie goes up to the door, and she's like, hey, let us in, and she sees them, and she hits him in the head, and all of the yeah. girls together grab her and bring her in.
1: I mean, yeah, grab her, yeah, and it, you get you see her get dragged through. But Josh is then comes right out like, well, and the game, <sighs> the games like
0: shit, run, run. Like, yeah, he's like, women, come on in, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's get on my boat. Like he, he <laughs> totally. That's what his like other person yeah, yeah. was saying. But that mm-hmm. them grabbing her in is so like Scooby Doo kind of like thing that I absolutely love it because it's not something that you see often except. In like mockeries of things like these, where they're just like, then <laughs> they grab him in perfectly done. Thank you, Jordan. But he did a great yeah. job. Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. But I that's mean, what I always
1: when I think of him, I always think of that one first. Then he's in Bridesmaids.
0: I think of bedtime stories. Uh, so that's probably the ones that I would remember. Um, mm-hmm. But he doesn't really stand out to me until this this role really did some shit. He did such a good job on it. I, I appreciate it. No, he did.
1: He did so good. He's so freaking funny. He's so funny. And it's like his little mannerisms are everything for mm-hmm. me. Like I loved it. You want to hear a little fun fact? Yes. So you know how he refers to his his little bot, Ophelia. Ophelia, give me some beach boys. I'm playing,
0: really? Oh yeah, Ophelia, play beach boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ophelia, play beach boys. Are you serious right
0: now? He's like, Yeah, it's so nice that's hear hero. What a party. You know? That just shows how white they were. <laughs> Beach Boys. I know. Beach Boys. <laughs> not that I don't like the yeah. Beach Boys. They have some good, I mean, little Lonely from Pasadena. Yeah. That used to be my jam. <laughs> That's just not what I really would
1: Really, honest, I'm really not going to lie to you. I did not see you as a Beach Boys fan. <laughs> now now I just can't imagine you in your little, like, Quicksilver Roxy outfit uh, listening to the Beach Boys at the Santa Cruz Boardwalk
0: now. Okay, one, my parents are black, obviously. They were not Beach Boy fans. That is not their fucking jammy jam. But the Beach Boys wrote a lot of songs about me. No, they didn't.
1: they're, they're a southern. About yes, they me. love their sub- California
0: girls. About some California girls. So as a yeah. preteen and teenager, I did appreciate these songs because I was... That California girl, even though I wasn't blonde. <laughs> but so the fun fact. Fun fact. Mm.
1: So when they call out to Ophelia, he asks Ophelia to play Beach Boys. And then uh, Kitty, when she's in the midst of her dying, she's like, Ophelia. Ophelia calls oh, the police. police. And that's when fuck the police comes on. But, so fuck the police. I'm going to go full Greek on you. Oh. So Ophelia derives from the Greek word Ophelia.
0: Are you big fat Greek wedding you me right now? Meaning help. Oh.
1: So when they're calling out to Ophelia, they're really calling out for help.
0: I love it. I just thought it was like Ophelia, like Hamlet Ophelia kind of shit. hmm That's what I thought. Like, you crazy bitch. Oh. <laughs> That's what I But I like the help. That sounds way better. No,
1: it, it is derived from the Greek word meaning help. So I thought that was really, really cool whenever I hear that. I'm just like, oh. That made so much sense because, he, honestly, Jordan Peele could have named that fucking little bot anything he wanted. He,
0: you could yeah. he could have named it anything, but he didn't. He could have named it anything. Can I give you a, a unfun, <laughs> a unfun fact? Oh no. Okay. Uh, I'll take it. Tim, aka Josh in this movie, was stabbed twice in the upper back. While fleeing from a friend under the influence of PCP. So he has been stabbed <laughs> before. It's just a random ass fact on his trivia and I was like, that's a good one to give. I don't know when we'll have another movie with him stop. in it. But that's a... I'm, fucking, I'm fucking dead. They just
1: getting
0: stabbed by PCP, man. Don't do PCP. You stab really. your friend in the back in case, twice. Don't do drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs Right,
1: That's terrible don't do drugs
0: Gabe says it you know don't do drugs listen to Gabe with his dad don't jokes don't do drugs <laughs> like, this song's not about drugs it's clearly about drugs okay fun fact I got five on it fun fact. is a song by the loonies who I've actually seen live before prior mm-hmm. to this movie they're pretty good um, but this was their biggest number one hint I got five on it got five on it means that you got $5 of a dime bag. on a dime bag. So that means you got $5 mm-hmm. on a $10 sack of weed. And it's just basically what us stoners like me and Lenny do when we want weed, but we got less money than we need have. And we only have like, I got five on it on this bag.
1: I got five on that bag.
0: <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> to throw that out there. If you've never heard this song, Um he's, Jordan Peele did say that that song inspired him because the beginning of it, the doon, 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 doo, when you, especially when he slows mm-hmm. it down for this movie, it sounds like a, it's uh, but
1: the ballet. Oh my god! I so know the that ballet. Balleray, that I wish, that ballet was supposed to be classical music written and composed originally, but no, they switched it to back to this song, and it's oh, so good.
0: I personally. Wish that I was still a dancer because I would have done a dance to that song because it's just so beautiful and you could do anything mm-hmm. to it. But yeah, he, he said that it just reminds him a lot of like, of, you know, the Michael Myers song, but in like a fresher beat. He likes to take these songs that are slap like Red Bone and Get Out and kind of twist them to make them a little creepier. And, and he definitely does. Mm-hmm. That. So, let's move on to Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth
1: Moss, our kitty tail, Tyler.
0: Or I like to call her Peggy Olsen.
1: I know, Peggy Olsen. She's amazing. I love, her range is so beautiful. And that's, she's like the queen of TV for me. For sure. She
0: is really good. We all fell in love with her in Mad Men as pain. Peggy Olsen, the bad I'm bitch who moved her way up the ranks to being, like, boss bitch. I don't really like how her story ended yeah, on that. Yeah, that's a, I a real copywriter. Yeah, I don't like her her story I know, ended. I didn't either. I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't finished it. It is on Netflix.
1: She yeah.
0: also is in, obviously, Hands Made Tells, which is out now. Can,
1: exactly, which is what a lot of people are going to know her in, for sure, because that just... That took off incredibly
0: insane. I couldn't. you, I couldn't. <gasps> not that it's not well written. It's not well done. But me personally, you know, my fear of like being pregnant. It's just too much. That's like a real fear yes. for me. No, you it's, it's... And watching Handmaid's Tale, oh. it, it, it made me have too much anxiety and I had to stop watching it. But it was it was good from what I saw.
1: Oh, no, this show is horrific to watch. To to see these women being subjected to not just forced pregnancy, they're being raped. Yeah. They're being raped yeah. by men of privilege and power. And in women. order for them to conceive children for their their Yeah, and women. Because the women, women are, are partaking there. In, yeah. in the in the ritual. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fucked up. And it's really hard to watch, but it's incredible. It is an incredible show.
0: I the writing is phenomenal.
1: It. The cinematography is great. It is beautiful. The done. books,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. those are the probably two big ass things that you would totally know her from. But mm-hmm. she's been in the game for some time, at least since the nineties. She's been Yeah, in she, game.
1: I remember her being in The West Wing.
0: That's right. She, she was had, in The West, the West wing. wing for like
1: a hot minute.
0: She's in Girl Interrupted. Anywhere but yeah, here.
1: She's,
0: Anywhere but here. Yeah, oh. so she's made her way through some of these movies, and you've probably seen her because, like, mm-hmm. like you said, The West Wing. She did uh, about twenty five episodes, so she yeah. she was big in that. That was probably her big first big one. She did an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I remember, and she, uh, yeah, she did do Grey's Anatomy. She's just done some great stuff. She is a lifelong Scientologist. I don't fucks with that cult. But, you know, you take it as you take it, and that's her. I hope that she wakes up one day and sees that she's doing more harm than good. But that's just my take
1: Yeah, I, I never want to touch base on anyone's personal beliefs or religion because that's – people got to get through how they get through. I get it. As long as you're not hurting people. From what I hear, that cult hurts people, but – yes. Uh, I, you know, to each his own. Like, yeah. no, I, I'm not going to get involved in your personal life oh, like that, but
0: I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, do whatever religion that you want to do. If you want to be a Buddhist, Catholic, Christian, I don't care. Everyone's going to
1: have something to believe in.
0: But, um, Scientology is straight up a cult. So I do have a problem with that. When I found yeah. that out about her, it did tarnish, tarnish her uh, image in my eyes just a smidge. But it doesn't mean that her talent is not amazing because she is very good.
1: But I love, she's the reason why we named this drink Vodka Clock, because I love this character.
0: She is one of the only people in this entire movie that drinks, but she drinks vodka, she drinks rosé. I don't really have anything for Elizabeth Moss other than you did a great job at being Kitty in the few scenes that you're in, you did a great job. I felt for you as in like you're married to some douchebag and you're stuck with twins. Like, I felt like it sucked (laughs) to be her. Too many twins. Yeah, too many twins. But she... She did a good job, and uh, most likely we will probably have her on the show again. She pops up places.
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll see. She really is the queen of TV, though. It's very rare that you see her in too many films. Uh, she she just has been on television most of her career. So
0: so um, I just wanted to say out there to inspiring actors or actors in general, TV is where the money is. is. That's where you're going to get a check every week. For how many times your show is syndicated all over the world. You're only going to get one check from that movie that you did. That's it. And that'll help you get your next job. But if you want a steady paycheck, that's going to come in not only while you're filming, but after it has already filmed and is aired numerous times. TV is where you make your money. Will Smith will, no mm-hmm. matter what, if he never made a goddamn movie ever again, he lost his millions and millions of dollars that he had right now. He's still going to have... Tons of money coming in because Fresh Prince is played everywhere. It's getting streamed on HBO uh, Max right now. It's on TV as we speak. So he's constantly getting his checks. Remember that, actors. TV is where the money's at.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think TV is in its golden era right now. Yeah. And it's saving everybody right now. (laughs) It's keeping people alive. People couldn't go to the movies for the past eight months. Like Movie movie theaters in
0: California are just now opening this week. It's the first week that they've opened at limited capacity. And there's a bunch of
1: drive-in theaters that are coming out now, too. Like, finally up and running again. So the fun fact I was going to give to you, so you know how the family, when they first get into Santa Cruz, and they get into the house, they're eating the fast food, and the fast food is labeled copper pots and so that is a super fun little like throwback and nod to chester copper pot from that legendary movie the goonies yes i know and it's so good i was like get out of here <laughs> that's the very treasure
0: yeah <laughs> copper copper, chester pot. copper, pot, chester very copper treasure pot. right there another i uh... know Corey feldman reference in this movie Mm -hmm. uh along with lost boys but yeah
1: and it's another movie that like has a lot of like underground tunnels and like figuring stuff out and i was like oh my god jordan peele what are you doing right now it's so
0: good goonies never say die never say die i do have a fun fact on the twins i'm surprised that you know this fun fact I literally only wrote it down for you, just in case you didn't. Oh, I did, and I love that you thought of me. So, (laughs) the two twins on here, they're actually twins, they're actually sisters. That's Noelle and Callie Sheldon. So yes, they've done a couple things out there in the world, but their very first gig... Was playing the role of baby Emma on Friends, the Friends
1: finale.
0: na 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 No one told you that was gonna be this
1: way. Zenobia knows how much I really do love that show. Yeah, I love that they're Emma Geller. They're Emma Geller Green. Because it's Ross and Rachel's baby. Sorry, I just spoiled the Friends, but it's been 25 years. Get your life together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? I just just decided on if I was going to watch it, and now I'm not because you ruined it. Oh, please. I know. There's no way in hell I was watching that damn show. I don't give a fuck about Friends. I'm sorry, people. And I understand why Friends is such a big-ass deal and why people love it. I get it. I just don't love it. And it's not my jammy jam. And if I'm going to watch a show like Friends, I'd rather watch Living Single. That's just me. They did a good job. (laughs) They were bratty white girls who were mean to everybody and they didn't care. And They were just snotty teens. They did a good job. They're snotty teens. They did
1: a really good job at being the
0: teens. Just because we're snotty. In our rooms does In not room mean we're our doesn't mean we're sleeping. She's like, fine. I don't know. Go back to your rooms. Okay, go I back okay, to your rooms. fine. Room.
1: Go to your rooms. <laughs>
0: Ugh, fine. I don't give a shit. I know. She did a good job of being like a a still young mom who like, I definitely mom. get your sarcasm. Um, <laughs> Like, fuck you, bitches. The kids are only like, she probably had the kids at like 22. She's only like 36, 37. She's like, <laughs> Okay, go to your. She's already having a little work done. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I love the the Tyler family. Just they were there perfectly for the whole purpose to die. To die. I I really appreciated that. You know what?
0: (laughs) Their deaths were great. They had great great. deaths. (laughs) They really did.
1: They honestly, it was the comedic timing with like the moments, the motion. The OJ joke was just too good. Okay. like it has so many layers.
0: Thank you. So I was about to like layers. peel back some of these layers because one no. he could have picked any serial any, killer. Any serial killer. One, you're in Santa Cruz. You know how many serial we talked about this in Lost Boys. There we were talked tons about tons of serial Boys. killers that were actually in Santa Cruz, and you mm-hmm. picked a black guy <laughs> to scare your white wife into leaving you the fuck alone like it's so funny it is so funny it makes me laugh because it's like what are we really scared of a black a rich black guy like that's scary (laughs) that's scary (laughs) not fucking charles manson (laughs) a rich black dude named oj simpson it's scary for white blonde chicks (laughs) apparently apparently if you're in a nice neighborhood, <laughs> that's all you can be scared of. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan, so I definitely no, Jordan, see that's... you on that, and I appreciate it. It was funny. Many layers. It was
1: beautiful. It was so beautiful. Many layers to his comedy. <laughs> it's just too good. It's too good. <laughs> well, let's move on to the woman who kills, who thinks she kills both twins, but really only kills the one twin.
0: I killed both of the twins. Right,
1: Joseph? She is so cute. I killed both the twins. No, you only killed one. I just killed the other. How crazy is that little witch that she was biding her time and just waiting. Just waiting. She's like, they're going to need those keys. For Addy to be alone. Mm -hmm. That was insane. Which, fun fact, that dry fruit loop. So that is a little callback Easter egg to Jordan Peele's first film, Get Out. When you see uh, the psycho white woman who steals, who kidnaps, and like takes all the men uh, for her psycho family, she sits there and she eats the fruit loops really dry, and then drinks the milk, and eats the fruit loops and drinks the milk, and that was like a little a little callback to the, to get out when she she's likes to sitting keep there.
0: Keep her colored and white separate, but segregated. The Shahadi Shahadi, Shahadi right,
1: jo- Josephs. She doesn't have that much, but she was in the Lion King.
0: She does the voice of Baby Nala. She, I know. She She's so cute. Yes. She also was Little Ones in Hairspray Live, which was one of my favorite actual lives <gasps> that they did. That was a good one. She played Little Ones. Stop
1: so, it. I did not put that together. <gasps> I love it. I'm tired. Oh,
0: my God. She is so cute. She is,
1: I love it when she's running.
0: Yes. Uh, as a track I, athlete, especially at her age. What
1: of you. I always think
0: of you. I have many of times told my parents, like, I don't want to run track anymore. (laughs) They're like, sorry, bitch, we spent too much time and money on this shit. You go finish this one through. (laughs) I'm going to finish this season. (laughs) Yeah. So I I totally related with her on that. Her form was, you know, it was all right. It was pretty good. I just love it. she's like. No, it was pretty good.
1: Get it, girl. Run. 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 She, her, so I can definitely tell that her and her dad, the two characters are very much alike. Like they really tried to pair those two as being like the comedic duo. They both have a lot of wit. They have a lot of action. They're both like, we're going for it and we're projecting ourselves and this is how we're doing it. And they really put Addie and her son Jason as like a unit too. Like they're both, they don't really communicate very well. They're very quiet into themselves. And that's like, like, I love it when he's been do, trying to do the trick the whole time and in the car, he does it. And he just, like, looks up. He's like, did anyone see that? And his sister looks at her. She's like, bones.
0: Yeah. Like, you did, it was, you did it was good, good. It like, Finally. Yeah. You finally. You finally did it. Before. Maybe you could
1: just tell us what it
0: does. And we could just <laughs> imagine it. And he's just like, "Yeah." how about you just kiss my anus? Whoa! Anus.
1: Whoa! I would, I would actually... prefer you first. <laughs> Why are we talking about anuses?
0: Okay, one, I would have died. And would have been okay with him saying anus. That's hilarious, and it's not a curse word. He's right; it's, it's the technical term for the body part. <laughs> like nothing. Wrong. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. It was too
1: good. No, the characters, the, the the children, Evan, Alex, is the little boy Jason. Mm-hmm. They they had such a great chemistry. The whole the, as a family unit, they really all had a really great chemistry.
0: I. Definitely wish that they were a real family. They look like those two people conceived those other two people. Like it, it did look mm-hmm. like they were family. I appreciate that they had a whole ass, dark ass family and not, you know, one dark person because Lapita mm-hmm. is a huge Academy Award winning star. And then you had everybody else like light like yes. skinned. And, and I, I appreciate that you made the family like black as in color. I appreciate it I think it was beautiful. Yeah. Um I absolutely do love the kids. I think that they did a great job playing both two different characters. Um mm-hmm. and you can see the two different characters and I I love them. Like, okay, fun fact. Jason Fun fact his yes. name comes from the Friday the thirteenth movie. Mm -hmm, so he is a jason lorkey type of person especially with the mask if that doesn't throw you off that mask is a chewbacca mask if you can't tell what it is is. it's a very very yeah it looks like an old chewbacca mask from the 80s because it's not very distinct it doesn't have any fur on it it does not look like really something Mm -hmm. that you would buy in 2020 2019 absolutely yeah. I
1: thought that was just like a nice, another cool callback to a, a good film. Classic Jordan Peele, just like giving mad props to old film and cinematography. I mean, that and I, the I Jaws shirt.
0: That. He has the Jaws shirt on. Mm-hmm. He has the Jaws shirt on.
1: Yeah. For the kids, because they were playing themselves, because it's it's they play both characters. Right. And it was said that while everybody was on set, that it was really, really hard for them to... Connect and like get an honest reaction as they were playing that other part with the, the the body doubles with the stunt doubles. So Jordan Peele would he knew the entire script would get on set and he would mimic their own actors' little characteristics and little ticks and their characters and their dialogue and to get some kind of like real and honest reaction from his actors, which I thought was so cool. Like that's above and beyond. Like directors really supposed to stay behind the camera in his chair telling you what to do, but here. He is, like, being the other actor for you.
0: He is definitely like another one of my absolute favorite directors ever in the whole motherfucking world. Quentin Tarantino, who also Mm -hmm. is a person who does that. Like, he does a lot of things like that, too. And those, my favorite Mm -hmm. directors, like him and Jordan Peele, are the ones that do things like that. I love when you give your cast... Mm -hmm. Things that they need to do, like a playlist so that you can help you get you in the zone. I personally would have done that for this movie. I would have had two separate playlists so that if I knew on this day I'm playing red, then I would have these songs that I would listen to all day while I was getting ready on set. Or if I knew Mm -hmm. I was playing, you know, Adelaide, then I knew that these are the songs that I'm going to play. Jordan also did like, Pretty cool shit. He gave his actors a list of movies that they needed to watch.
1: I do. I loved that. He had. They, he wanted them to specifically watch eleven films, right? Yes. That they had to watch so they could all be in unison together about what he was going for.
0: For the most part, I've seen most of them. Like Jaws, mm-hmm. Dead Again, I haven't seen, but it also has to do with Scissors, uh, The Shining, mm-hmm. obviously. Duke, love it. Uh, it. I love follows- Babadook. Follows. A Tale of Two mm-hmm. Sisters, which I could totally see why that would be one that he would make. The Birds, which the I shiny. love. Yep. The Birds. Uh, funny Games from 1997. <gasps>
1: I love Funny Games. Yeah.
0: Let the Right One In, which I also think is a great one from 2008. So good. Yeah. The original, not the American remake. He asked them to do the American remake, right? 2008, is that the original or the remake? That might not was the original. original. I
1: have seen both I've as well. seen both. Oh.
0: But yeah, and he also did The Sixth Sense uh, from 1999 as well. So he gave okay. his people a list of movies so that when he is referring to something, he can say, you remember the scene in Sixth Sense where the little girl is under the bed? And blah, blah, blah. Then he can just like, boom, hit it, hit you with it and you know what he's talking about instead of being like, what are you talking about? You've never seen The Shining? you never seen Babadook? Yeah. You don't know what I'm talking about? Like... It's totally good. And as a director, that's personally something that I would probably do. Like I said, I would have a playlist like of music that I need you to listen to and movies that I need you to watch for homework. But speaking about The Shining, there is a semi-thing note that he gave some of his actors about The Shining. The mm-hmm. Shining influenced this movie in a couple ways. One of the ways is the opening scene when the car is driving through the hills of the windy roads, and it's the nice above wide shot. That mm-hmm. is literally the beginning of The Shining, girl. So I love that. I think that is such a great, I do too, um, homage it's to a so great. movie that I love so much. I love that movie. And he also told the guy who works at the game booth. He told mm-hmm. him. To act more like Lloyd, the like. bartender from The Shining, you know, pretending like, you know, you don't really know what's going on, but you kind of do. And you're like, nice, but friendly, but it's like underlining, like, I'm just trying to get you to do what I need you to do. Like, he pulls it exactly. off pretty, really good, but that was a note that he gave him. And if he would have told me that, I'd have been like, Lloyd, I love him. He don't give a shit. Lloyd. I do. I do. He tells him what's going mm-hmm. down. So, yeah.
1: And you know who that was, right? Who? The actor who got that that note from Jordan Peele. I don't. I couldn't recognize the dude. Who is he? He's Duke Nicholson. He is Jack Nicholson's grandson. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh! <laughs> I literally almost did a spit take, you guys.
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, she did. I saw it that was amazing yeah no that is actually uh, yeah that is jack nicholson's son and jordan peele did not know when he gave him the note because he's neat even the character in the script is named after tony who is in the shining he's the character in the shining and he was telling me he's just like in the shining i want you to be like i want you to be like floyd from and it was told to him later this is duke nicholson it's jack nicholson's grandson like he knows exactly what the shining is (laughs) Like, there's no worry at all. I didn't even know Jack
0: Nicholson had kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. Doesn't he have like a, I think he has like a soccer team of kids. I don't know. I don't know what he does with his loins. That is so funny. That is so funny because when I read the fun fact, it's the way that it was written sounded like Lloyd is Jack Nicholson's character's grandson. That's how I read it, uh, and I was like, "Oh, uh, that's how you read fuck? it." Fuck, I've never heard that theory. What yeah, the that? So I no, didn't... that's theory, son. But you almost maybe do this pick take. I like that. That's what's that was, up. That was amazing.
1: Yeah, that was a that was really that's good. That's what's that good. up. <laughs> Fun fact. Hit it. I think that it's very important for us to even just mention what Jeremiah eleven eleven says.
0: Oh, cool. because
1: ahead. it is very key. It is, and it's very it's 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 a very big theme, and it ties a lot into like kind of ex- like what he's trying to say is a message, yep. and it's quoted. It's a King James Bible quote, Jeremiah 11, 11 Therefore, thus saith the Lord: Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not harden unto them.
0: I've never heard you read a Bible verse in my life. (laughs) That was quite strange.
1: (laughs) It was really weird. It doesn't feel normal. It did not feel normal
0: coming out of your mouth. It didn't feel normal for me to hear it. It was weird. Did I not deliver it very nicely? Like, saintly? You did it like if I gave you a scripture to read at a wedding. You did great. But I only have... A couple of fun facts, and they're all about one person. I don't know how all to right. pronounce his name, but he plays her dad in the movie. Yahya yeah. Abdul Mateen the Second. Okay, oh, I'm sorry, you handsome, handsome black man, and I'm ruining your name. But you did a great job in this movie playing her dad. I also love him in Black Mirror. I don't know if you've seen his Black Mirror. Episode. Oh, I love
1: him in Black Mirror. But his dad. That- um, oh, with
0: Anthony Mackie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys, if you haven't seen Black Mirror, you should definitely watch it. It's like a you modern day Twilight Oh, my God. But they, you know, he does have an episode that's probably one of my favorite episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. A duel Yeah, machine, yeah. The second. This fine ass man. Love him. Yes. Love his black. Love, pa- love his Black Mirror episode. So gay and mm-hmm. sexy. I love it It's so good and sexy. But he also went to Yale. I don't think he went to Yale at the same time or with our two leads in this movie. He is mm-hmm. a. He was born in New Orleans, but he is an Oakland boy. So he's from okay. the town. And if anyone's a fan of the show, you know. I love anybody who's from motherfucking Oakland. He went to Yale and he got in sect- accepted into NYU and Harvard. And he studied architect in Berkeley. And he also was on the track team of his college. Wow. This man, brilliant. Not only that, but he ended up being an architect and a city planner all before he became his fine ass, sexy ass, great ass actor. This man, many talents. Very wise if you can get into Yale, yeah. NYU, Harvard, and Berkeley. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You could yeah. have had a whole nother life. Oh, my God is right. If you didn't want to act, you could have had a whole life making good money, building mm-hmm. buildings and houses and schools and stuff. But no, you decided to be on Aquaman and play a drunken daddy in us. I love him. He's he such a good dad. Hi. He is so good. He was. I mean, I loved him in
1: the get-down. Cadillac? Mm -hmm. I love
0: him in The Get Down. That's the first time that I ever saw him. Thought he was fine as fuck. And then Aquaman, Black Mirror, this. He's just popping up all over. And you said he's in Hands Me Tell. I wouldn't know because I didn't make it past like five, six episodes. I couldn't do it. I
1: couldn't. I understand. Yeah, he he actually, and he works with Elizabeth Moss uh, Mm -hmm. in the episode. He's helping her escape. And that was like a nice tie in. Like They were already in a movie together and then they're in this. They never actually act together in this film, which is kind of sad, but... It's on. Un- I mean, he had a very different role,
0: <laughs> right?
1: But I love him. I, I, you're he's so good. He's so good. He's in the greatest showman. He doesn't get a lot of props oh, in that one either. He's just he of, the greatest uh, acrobatic brother.
0: <laughs> this is the greatest show. Oh yeah, he's Ooh. definitely in it. Yeah. He's been paying his dues. He's been doing so good. I can't wait to mm-hmm. see him in something else. I just. It, stumbled onto his background and found out how intelligent he was and wanted to share that. He's a brilliant man. Yeah, with the world. Yeah. You might be in a building right now that he- he designed. Wow. Like how- funny. I love that. But yeah, I'm out. You out? I'm out. You got anything else to say me, about this brilliant, me double, brilliant movie?
1: But there is only one
0: fun fact that I do want to go over really quick. Ooh.
1: So, in the very, the very beginning of the movie, they kind of give away the entire plot of the film, and they don't make a big deal about it. But any like true movie lover will see it, and it's when she's watching the commercial for Hands Across America. You see a stack of VHS tapes on the side of the TV, and for me personally, I feel, and Jordan Peele does this. He puts so many little like. Details that and they all mean something. Sometimes they don't. There are a couple of things that just like don't actually mean anything. But this one specifically, it's a it's a movie. It's from 1984. It's
0: called C H U D Chud. Chud.
1: Yeah. And it the movie is about cannibalistic underground monsters that live in these like really creepy underground tunnels and that like, no one can really see them, but they're there and they exist. And like it kind of low-key is t- Giving you an idea of what this film is about to be. And I just love that he had the he, fucking Jordan Peele. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to tell everyone that th- what this movie is really going to be about. But are they going to find that little Easter egg that I've left? And I don't think a lot of people did. A lot of people would not have noticed it.
0: I'm personally a fan of people leaving Easter eggs. And so is Jordan. Jordan loves Mm -hmm. to do this. He does it on purpose for us Mm -hmm. to literally watch his movies over and over, comb through it with a fine tooth comb. And sometimes Mm -hmm. the things that we bring up as theories, he didn't even mean to be a thing, but it's like, oh, that's good. I should have did that. Like, he does so many great things. I love it. And I feel honored that today we are appreciating his movie, a person who wants us to tear it apart the way that we're doing and put our own spins on what we think it's really about. Because this one is not like Get Out, where it's obvious about, you know, white America taking black culture for themselves yes. to make money and to promote themselves and to be better. I get that. Mm-hmm. But this one is not necessarily about race and it it's more about the one percent who live above ground that can do whatever they want. And the rest of us who are live underground who are controlled by that one percent. That's what yes. this that is what this movie is all about. It's that no matter mm-hmm. what we do, if we're the poor, if we're the working class, if we're even even if there is a middle class anymore, we are We are always going to have to struggle to be able to succeed as that one or two percent of people that are above ground. And I love that his his spin on that of all of that it worked out great. You
1: have to pick up the clues. You have to try to follow along. You have to be. I I can't stand it when people are watching a movie at home and they'll get on their phones and like start looking. I'm like, you're missing so much stuff right now. Like, put your phone away. Like, stop looking at that and start watching the freaking movie. Like, don't do this to me, especially films like this. You have to. You have to pay attention. It's so important. And then one last thing. Just this is it. I just want to say the. Music is so key in this film. It's so important. Not just the, the songs that are obviously, like, really popular that get us every single time we hear it. It's Janelle so Monet,
0: I forgot to mention that, bitch. I know. At the very Ugh, beginning.
1: I love that song, too, it's, so much. I love that song. Um It's... Just also the composition by uh, composer Michael Abels, who not only did this movie, but he did Get Out as well. He worked very closely with Jordan Peele to make the composition for both this movie and Get Out. It has so much heart and so much chill and thrill in all of his music. And he just captured perfectly what musically Jordan wanted to put on that screen. And so I just wanted to give him a little shout out to just created such an eerie world with the music itself.
0: I agree because Jordan said that the only thing different between a scary movie and a comedy is the music. Exactly. And if you don't believe that, I would tell you to go on to YouTube and think of the darkest, scariest movie that, you know, really trips you out. Like The Shining. Do that one first. Mm -hmm. Do The Shining and you can find The Shining trailer where it's upbeat and they change the music around and they change the editing so that it feels like more of a comedy and a coming of age light movie than a horror movie. Music literally changes everything when it comes to It being changes a movie. everything. Right on. I love you. Aww. Oh no <laughs> Shut up. Here oh, we no. are. Here we are with the are love you. Yous. I just love that
1: you get how important music composition is to a film because it just gets overlooked so much, and I like love that you are so down. I know.
0: I I just love you (laughs) Uh, because, like I said, like two of my favorite directors, Jordan Peele and Quentin Tarantino, pay a lot of attention to their music and their movies. I appreciate I that. Also, Scorsese is another person who does that as well. The music does fit their movies. Their Wes Anderson. Are- Wes Anderson is another one of those where they make the music so part of the movie that without it, the movie would be nothing. And I appreciate exactly. those because mm-hmm. it makes me want to buy your soundtrack so I can relive your movie. And I've always yeah. been one of those people.
1: And you're- and the music itself can change my mood to when I'm watching it as well. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time you're scared before you even see what's about to happen because that music is impacting you so much. Like you are hearing this airy tune. These just like tiny notes on a piano are just so terrifying before you even get to that actual scene itself. And you're like, you're already there. You're just waiting for it to happen because the music has already prepared you for it.
0: And that's all I got. I'm done. I'm good. All right. So you know what time it is. It's time for Z, Z for the people. Uh, yes. Uh. yes uh. Z for the people. This Z for the people to me. is one that I've already done, but mm-hmm. I feel like I needed to do it because Hands Across America sucks. <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. And because yeah. in this time that we are in a crisis of coronavirus, laying people off, People not being able to feed themselves, we're going to have a lot more homeless and hungry people in our country in the next year or two. So that's just, that's just facts. There's nothing literally Mm -hmm. at this moment except voting in November can change the path of what we're doing. So I picked feedamerica.org because they are actually doing what Hands Across America kind of was trying to do. Um, They are a nationwide foundation and they work with. Over 200 food banks and over six sixty thousand food pantries and other programs that supply food to the country. I have personally mm-hmm. already have donated total probably $75 in, the, in this year alone. So mm-hmm. like if you wanted to, a dollar helps provide at least 10 meals for people. At least 10 meals, $1, $1. That's So amazing. if you donated $25, which is what I did each time I donated $25, you are able to get 250 meals to people who need them off of your $25. Mm-hmm. This is something that hands across America probably should have thought of. They didn't. They wanted people to hold hands all over the damn country in fields and in waters and waterfalls and highways. They wanted them to hold hands at Disneyland. And they did it in some spots. FeedingAmerica.org is actually doing it. And they are feeding people. And it's something that has this year alone has been the first time that I have donated to them. But all year when I get a little extra money, I do do a $25 because I'm blessed to have family and friends who... Take care of me. Look out for me. Make sure that I have food. If I didn't, then I would definitely be at these patries. So if you are interested in this, if you need food, if you want to donate money, which you definitely need to donate money, even if it's $5, donate your money to feedingamerica.org. And let's kind of help this country out because we're like in the shit right now. (laughs) It's kind of shit right? And us now. can gotta, do it.
1: Yeah, the government's not
0: helping us anymore, so we all have to do it ourselves. We, we have all to take care it. of each other. Think that you should definitely do it. It will bring you good karma. It will make you feel great to know that you are providing two hundred and fifty meals. If you could do more than twenty five dollars, please do more than twenty five dollars. I have not been mm-hmm. able to, and when I can throw in some extra cash, I do try because one day I might be on this and I might need it, and I would like to know that there's people out there giving. So that is my Z for the people. Uh, Uh, Yes. Yes. uh. Love it.
1: All right. Way to give a shout out, babe. You are so a Z for the people and I love it. (laughs) So do you want to tell everybody where uh, they can find us? I would love to. So I know that y'all listen to us now. So most of you already know, but in case you got friends and family that you want to tell about, Us too. You can check us out on Spotify, Podbean, Castbox, Pandora, all those beautiful and many more places that you listen to podcasts. We're on it. So check it out. Put on your headphones and groove, baby. Lights, camera, cocktails. Don't forget to check us out on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook because we love to post there constantly, having fun all the time. Send us some emails to our email Lights, camera, cocktail, no S. At gmail.com.
0: Get the S out
1: of here. And uh, we'll answer any questions that you have. Take movie recommendations that you want to hear us talk about. Any fun facts or things that we should know that we missed in any of our podcasts. Just let us know. Because we're always wanting to learn more about fun, fanatic, fiction, film. Everything that you've got, we've got to hear about it. So now, since October is over.
0: It's over. Our favorite month is over. Our favorite month is over.
1: And Halloween is not too far behind. We are going into
0: November, which is our family fun November month. It is family fun November month. Because the, our friends
1: and families are the only ones that are getting through us this pandemic, and we wanted to go a little lighthearted because we did go full horror this past month. We went, So November, we wanted to kind of pull everyone back together, pick those movies that you can watch with your family and friends because we're getting into that season where we're all seeing all of our loved ones, even though we've been stuck with them for the past eight months. Um, anyway.
0: <laughs> Tell them, girl.
1: I had the honor of picking our very first movie. So are you ready to hear what we're going to be watching next week?
0: I literally have no idea. I'm so ready to go.
1: I know. We are watching. I had to pick something. Oh, the suspense is killing you. It okay. is? Oh, my God. <laughs> I wanted to pick a movie that is family friendly, that has a family in it, but also a movie that me and my sisters watched ridiculously, constantly, and it stuck through me my whole life, and it is The Princess
0: Bride. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Are you okay? I am okay.
1: It's classic. Grandfather and son bonding over on a sick day and reading one of the best books written of all time.
0: I mean, (sighs) the guy is looking for the man who (laughs) killed his father prepared to die. That is totally family. All right. Well, we made it, girl. we We did it. We made it. We're watching it. We're watching everything. We are happy halloween everybody please be safe Ooh. out there if you are doing something <laughs> otherwise i would say sit home and watch us and eat your kids candy that's what i would do but yeah, girl we made it we made it october we finished october it. is over i'm sad but uh we I'm will sorry, be even next back next week with an episode of lights camera cocktails you can even take the <laughs> boat okay <laughs>
1: Dad, nobody wants that boat.